Welcome to the Lost Ground Podcast, where we like to sample new beverages, recount old stories, and talk about other random topics, while adding a bit of our own fucked up humor. I'm Mr. Yummy. And I'm Mr. Early ETS. Before we get started, you should know, we'll probably take these topics too far. It's who we are, and it's what we do. So pour yourself a drink, pop a beer, and enjoy a moment of conversation that will travel from the mundane to the offensive. Wasn't even a countdown. I just wanted, I was just running right into it. I mean, I was doing it to the countdown in my head for me. <laughs> yeah, so it just fucked me. Well, yeah. Mr. Early ETS didn't get a countdown. We just, we were talking in the middle of the conversation. He just clicks the button and goes, wow, welcome back. It's raw. It's fresh. It's real. Raw like me and your mom last night? Or? There it is. <laughs> I think that's a record. Fucking 30 seconds in, bro. That was bro. quick. That was quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. So it's been it's been a fucking exhausting week. It has We're not going to get into the specifics, but man, it's been a fucking week. Well, I think we should uh, raise a toast to uh, I don't even know what her name is. Uh, the oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were getting right into this. We're wow, not, you're just around. jumping in. So, um, what what uh, Mister Yummy is pouring here is a rye whiskey. It is named what's the name on there? Redemption. Redemption. Straight rye whiskey. It could redeem us. It could. But um, Mr. Yummy's been telling me he hasn't had a lot of rye whiskey. And the thing is, I've had a lot of fucking rye whiskey. Well, you never told me this. a bunch of rye whiskey. And rye whiskey tends to come with a large amount of flavor. Uh-huh. It's not the smoky flavor that you get from a scotch. Rye whiskey is like the other side of whiskey. It's like Irish whiskey is the perfect, uh, perfect undefiled virgin in the middle and on one side, you've got the whore, which is scotch, which just has so much extra flavor added from other exposure. And on the other side, you have the uh, the rye, which is, it's just been so sheltered, it has a different flavor to it. Yeah. So, real quick, real quick description here. We got rye whiskey was once the preferred spirit in the United States. Because Pro- it was more easily attainable. Well, yeah. Prohibition changed that, and rye was nearly forgotten. Redemption is bringing back rye, restoring it to its rightful place. So you're seeing other alcohols got into America and people were like, wow, we don't need rye whiskey. And then this company's like, yeah, you still fucking do. Should have been a sign. <laughs> uh, the fact that it was nearly forgotten is not a good not a good indicator of what we got going on. You know, this says that it's been aged for no less than two years. So, Oh, gonna, two years. <sighs> I mean, Irish whiskey's only three. And thanks for blowing straight into the mic. I was actually doing that on purpose anyways to uh to your dead goat to well we didn't even get there you just said what we didn't we didn't even get around to what happened you're just like what what her name was it's like it's like one of those movies where they they show you the end and then they well it all started back at the beginning yeah but you just you didn't even do that you just like you showed a person saying hey something died and then you didn't go and then you after two minutes into the movie, you also explained it was a dead goat. Yeah, so? You got rid of the twist, man. M. Night Shyamalan is shaking his head like, dude, we could have pulled 50 minutes out of this before they knew what I'm the fuck. I'm not M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, bro. Cheers. It's not terrible. It's not. It's got a lot of flavor. It does have a lot of flavor. It's sweet. It's like caramely. It's got that 
strong rye aftertaste. Yeah, it does. But I'm kind of okay with it. It's oh, good. I'm okay with it. <clears throat> I'm okay with it. Very yummy. I mean, it, it's funny. I feel like my star rating is like instantly in my head after the first shot. <laughs> you already have it? Is it high or low? It's not bad. It's not bad. Is it higher rating. than you thought it was going to be? It is way higher than Cause you were you be. were like almost uh what was it what is it you were very like you sounded disappointed when I showed you that I got well, a rye you're like a rye dude well I got in my head that I was <clears throat> I, I just wanted an Irish whiskey didn't we have an Irish whiskey no we had the yeah Japanese. we had the, the the Japanese uh Kamaki well, Kamaki. Well, before that, we had the fucking Glenlivet. We had a fucking yeah, which well, is a scotch. scotch. But so I was just, I just had my mindset because it's been such a rough week for multiple reasons that I was like, man, I just want an Irish whiskey. Well, you should have said something. I should have. That's your fault. My bad. Yep. But I, I'm not disappointed. This is actually very good. I was disappointed when I saw the bottle and I saw it was a rye whiskey, but upon tasting, I'm not mad. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I thought it was. I mean, it's our first rye whiskey here on the show, so. Oh, and I was talking to one of my friends who does like social media shit, mm-hmm. and apparently we need to uh, put a disclaimer that Redemption is not sponsoring us, and therefore is not affiliated with the shit that we say. We we usually say we usually alert everybody that we're not sponsored, but well, yeah, but I guess we need to be specific or some shit. So they don't pay us anything, and they're no. not affiliated with the fucked up shit we say. <laughs> so that's out of the way. Well, um, good for you. I, you I mean, that that's right. I mean, I feel like most of the episodes we've made a mention, but not every episode. I, and that's I mean, yeah, error. we've said it enough times that that shit, but I don't know. Apparently, it's an every fucking episode thing, but yeah. I digress. Uh, that's pretty good, though. I like it. It's pretty tasty. It's strong. It's no rock oyster, that's for it's, sure. That's exactly <laughs> right. It tastes better than rock oyster. That's, that's our benchmark. Fuck you, ducky. <laughs> I, th- I think we need to do a re-review of Rock Oyster where we give it a... <laughs> has, has Mr. Ducky listened to the episode yet? Uh, no, he has not. Oh, my Lord. I hope he puts two and two together. But I don't <laughs> think he will. <laughs> it's a secret message on that episode that he might not be able to figure out. No fans will be able to figure out. No listeners. Uh, but did we, I think we spilled the beans last... No, he didn't episode. get it. No, last episode, I think we, we talked about it. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we we get, we alluded to it. Yeah. Kind of gave some information, well, but we don't need to talk about it more. Well, let's get into the goat. No, let's get into the rating. We we usually like rate at like the end, and we we certainly can't rate off of one sip. Okay, we'll we'll rate at the end. Let's let's tell the goat story. And okay, then, and then we'll rate. So, uh, fucking, I own goats. Yeah. And one of those goats, fucking flopped over. Flopped. Went out. Well, I didn't see it flop, but it went out. And a goat. So when you told me that day, you told me like you. Oh, seen I did. See it. It. No, you I s- did see it because I was out getting wood for the fire, and I saw. Is she it still fall. in the same spot where you like you saw her fall, or did you not see her fall? No, I saw her fall, but she didn't fall there. Oh, okay. No, she didn't fall there. So anyway, this was on Sunday. No, it was it was on Friday. She fell, man. Oh. So Friday, um, I was out getting wood, and I looked up because the dogs were barking, and she's just standing, and she fucking flops onto her side. I was like. Fuck me. And in the state we live in, the beautiful state that we live in, it used to be where you could go in and you could buy... Oh, a, first, you need to preface this. Preface this. Tell the story before this fucking... With about the dog. 
Your no. neighbor's dog? Which, which? That got shot? Well, that's, okay, so there's multiple. I know it's a separate story, there's but you, that's what you told me first. Yeah, And no, then you so, told me the fucking so, goat. So that morning, I already had a neighbor call, uh-huh. and they were like, hey, fucking <clears throat> a dog, one of the other neighbor's dogs got shot, so be on the lookout. So yeah, like, and so you text me that, and then immediately followed with, you fucking saw your goat drop. And so I was like, fuck, we got a ghost sniper and a livestock yeah, sniper? Yeah, well, that's what I was worried about, because I didn't even hear a round go off. And I see her drop, and I'm like, fuck. And like, they got a suppressor. Did, did they get shot? Like, what happened? Like, Because even with livestock, if they got shot in a non-vital area, they'll keep standing. Like, livestock doesn't, like, it's not like in a movie where someone gets shot and they instantly fall. If you shot, if they got shot in a non-vital area, they'll stand for a while. Right. So I go over, and she doesn't have any wounds in her, and she's fucking just, her neck's craned back, so it's signs of a lot of different things, but... There's tinnitus, or there's a tetanus, tetanus. I mean. And there's tinnitus a lot of different... Yeah, I'm aware because I have tinnitus. Oh. But, uh, so there's a lot of different things. So, but back in the day, back two years ago, yeah. I could go in and get penicillin from any feed store. Right. And I could inject and give a... Or multiple. But in the great state of California, that's illegal. Great. Thanks, Kelly. So I can't do that anymore, so I'm like, okay, I'll call a vet. And so the vet comes out, and he's like, oh, man. And I tell him what I think it is. I give him the list of, like, what I think is wrong with the goat, and he's like, oh, well, What I did you tell him? Well, I told him there's, I, I thought, tetanus, and then the other thing I thought, which was my primary thinking, is that there's a um, illness that can be transferred from deer to goats. What's which that? Is, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So what, I, what made you think that it was uh, Well, it's tetanus. because when, um, well, the tetanus was because the, based off the symptoms. And then yeah. it, those symptoms also related to the illness that's transferred from deer to goats. Mm-hmm. So I had, like the last time I had a goat that was acting similar before it was illegal to buy penicillin for your animals in the shop, it, we had a goat with similar symptoms. And those were the two things I came upon. And I just bought penicillin and gave him shots every eight hours. Right. And the goat was fine. Mm-hmm. So now I told the, the vet that, and the vet's like, well, I don't think it's that. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, tell me what it is then. So he checks all over the goat, and he's like, I think you're you're the house of goats. You know, Dr. House, the fucking show that was on. <laughs> and I was like, yeah? And he's like, I would never diagnose what you diagnosed. But he's like, I think you're right. Damn. Well, what are you going to do? He's like, well, we don't have penicillin because it needs to be refrigerated. He's like, so we can take the goat in and care for it and give it penicillin. Well, like, that's going to be expensive. Yeah, exactly. I was like, fuck that. He's like, do you want the budget option? I'm like, well, I don't want my goat to die, but at the same time, I'm not going to spend fucking... I'm not going to break the bank. Yeah. It makes me sound like a douchebag, but it's a fucking goat. It's livestock, people. Like, yeah. So shit happens. He gave, it, he gave it medication and, you know, cleared his claws and checked for any kind of... Because if you get tetanus, the, if... If you get a wound from tetanus, whether you're human or animal, you're gonna have an area where the wound originated. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, it's gonna degenerate. Right. It's gonna look like a caved-in spot, like gangrene and shit. Yeah, start rotting. But we couldn't find any spot like that. Maybe so we'll th- say like in his mouth or her mouth. 
Yeah, well, they checked everywhere. They Did checked they? the mouth. They hmm. checked the ears. They checked everywhere, and there was no degenerating spot. And so he's like, "Did you?" He's like, "And I can't remember the name of the illness right now. I wish I had I had it written down because at the time I had just researched to remember the name so I could talk to him." And mm-hmm. he's like, "So it's probably the fucking the illness from the deer, right?" <clears throat> Because there's the, the illness that creates zombie deer, but that's not what it is. It's a separate that it's not once it infects a member of livestock, it's from interacting with their um, feces. Mm. But um, so it, he called me up later, and I told him what was going on with the goat, and he's like, "I think you're right. I think it wasn't even the tetanus. I think it was the second thing you said that I didn't even think of." And he's like, "I think you might have to put her down." Damn. And I was hopeful still. I was like, well, can I still use the medications that you gave me and try to, you know. He's like, yeah, it might help, but I don't know. Uh-huh. And now she's still in bad shape. <laughs> well, she's dead. She, yeah, she's gone. Unless somehow she stood up, but I, I, I went. No, she's dead. As soon as I walked up or I drove up tonight, I uh, I went and checked her out. and She's, she's, she's dead. She's gone, unfortunately. But I we, mean, you try what you try. She's just, I can't yeah. drop you know, $1,200 on that no. goat. Fortunately, shit happens. It's it's sad. Like, it I tried. It it was, that was a good amount of money just for the vet's visit and then yeah. all the medications we gave her up until now. But Sometimes it just be like that, unfortunately. Well, that's what I have to wonder. It's like if, if I could still just get penicillin because what I would have done if the laws hadn't changed, I would have just got because uh, I, w- I was bottle feeding her. Yeah. And so it's like, Okay, I did the bottle feeding still, but if I could have been doing the every eight hours antibiotic, like would it have gone better? Like I did for other goats, you know? Probably, it probably would have. It should probably be fine right now, but good old California, yeah, fucking our shit up. But. I mean, it was a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, I saved the other goats that came down with the same thing. So, well. You know, sad shit happens. You you did the best. I mean, you I'm could. not. Yeah, you know, it, it's sad. I'm not gonna like let myself get bent out of shape super. No. But animals die. It's normal. They get sick or they die of old age. It's it's, it's like I love shit. my dogs. I yep. love my cats. And that's the thing. Like I, I, I like I love my dog more than anything. But there comes a point where you gotta draw a line. You can't go bankrupt for a pet or an animal. Like, no. it's ridiculous. Like I love my dog more than I like most people. But I still have a line where. Well, it's like if you it's go, outside you the bankrupt taking care of a pet, and then it's your spouse, and you're like, yeah, oh, I'm bankrupt already. If it's outside the parameters of normal stuff, that shit, like, like I mean, I paid way too much to get my dog fixed, but that's because of where I live and all that shit, and so you know. But I had to do it. It's just part of owning a dog. You got to get them fixed. Mm-hmm. It, it's the right thing to do. Well, that's what my dog Ava, Ava Las Vegas, is Ava just now. Las Vegas. It's just now on the point where I need to fix her, and and it's like I'll pay to get her fixed, but yeah, because when you have to deal with those doggy periods, not fun. They look funny as shit and kind of cute when you you put them in a diaper, but that's it, not really. Something. You think they look funny and cute? It's kind of it's kind of funny. It's wow, I think it's gross. Oh, it's super gross. Like, but until they like shit in it or or bleed all over it, it's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of. I just. I don't know, man. I just I always think of just like these dogs who are running wild, like out in the wilderness, and they're just bleeding all over the place. And I'm like, wow, that's. 
Wildlife's nasty. <laughs> well, not really. If you're just fucking, it's like peeing outside. Is it gross to just pee outside? No, it's fucking freeing. It feels great, and you just don't go in that exact area again. Same. I mean, fucking. It's it's not like a fucking. They're taking a piss of blood. It's just no, a fucking no, dri- driblets what, all over. That's what I'm saying. It's just driblets all over. So then uh, if uh, herbivores come around and start eating from those plants, they're not going to be like, oh, there's blood on this. It just creates this weird <laughs> cycle. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you don't want to deal with dog periods. It, that's a lot of blood. No. It's all over. You got you to gotta stock up on hydrogen peroxide. I did I mean, my, before I got my dog fixed. And God forbid you fucking the dog takes a shit in that diaper. That is the worst. That is the absolute worst thing. Oh my god, the hair is so hard to get fucking bloody shit out of. It's gross. Yeah, I've never been there. I've been there. It's terrible. Don't do it. Just get the dog fixed. But all right, are you ready to rate this thing then? Oh wow, I thought you said that happened at the end of the episode. No, I said at the end of the goat story. Oh, Do you well, not listen to me? No, I really don't. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Let me take my last sip. I put a little water in it. See, see how it changes it. It's actually a lot better with a little water in it. Because it is very, so it's very powerful. It's very flavor, flavorful. And it's almost overwhelming. But then with that little bit of water... That was delicious. I actually really like that. Well, it's got that signature rye taste as soon as you get it in your mouth. Yeah. I haven't drank enough rye to know why rye to know what the fuck rye normally tastes like. So no, it has it has that signature where it's that weedy kind of I want to say spicy, but it has that spicy. It's not it's not a spicy flavor. That's why I said I don't want to say spicy. It's it's like if you've ever had rye bet. Rye bed, we're both doing it. Rye bread, that yeah. you get that flavor of rye in your mouth as soon as you taste it. Yeah. And then it's it's very smooth and sweet, but then it's got the aftertaste of the rye, where you feel like it's not as sweet in the aftertaste. It's not as sweet at all in the aftertaste. Yeah, but I don't. I I like that though. <clears throat> what's kind of uh, not my favorite about it is it's kind of hot. It's like it stings a bit much on my tongue, which I mean, it does. I think the little bit of water in there really toned it down and, and made that much which more. Which I'm a fan of, like, of the like stomach warmth or like a little bit of throat burn, but the steaming in your mouth. Yeah, right on the tongue. Yeah, that not that's not that's not something that I'm super super into. So on this second glass, I'm gonna fucking put some water in it and tone it down. You're gonna cut it. You're cutting your brick. I'd much rather do it with some ice, but I don't want to go get ice right now. You're just, you're just cutting your brick. So, you want to say that again? I said, are you cutting your brick? Cutting my brick? This isn't cocaine. <laughs> you can do that with heroin as well. No, I'm just cutting my rye with cutting some water. Rye. Yeah. So, give me your rating. My rating... You know, if we had done it before the goat story, it would have been slightly different. What changed? It went down. Wow. Why did it go down? Because I had, when we ended it, I had had another sip, and I was like, you know what? I think I was going to give it too high. 
See, that's why I didn't want to rate it after one sip. And you're like, oh, let's rate it. Well, no. it would have looked better on the company, on yeah. Redemption, no. which we are not affiliated with We're, or funded by. Redemption needs some redemption after this. <laughs> so I'm giving it a 3.2. 3.2. Actually, let me pause that. I'm giving it a 2.9. 2.9. 2.9. You went even lower. You went 0.4 lower. Yeah, so here's why I'm giving it a 2.9. Sorry, 3.9. So it is not unenjoyable. If I was at a friend's house and they gave me a glass of this, I would not be mad at that friend. However, I would never purchase this for myself to have shots of. Okay. And also, I like um, an old-fashioned, which is rye whiskey or a bourbon with bitters and a cherry or a lemon or an orange and I would never use this for an old fashioned you wouldn't? no hmm. why not? because it's flavors aren't in the right length you know I'd probably go something cause did it need to be shorter or longer? it needs to be shorter okay. it needs to be shorter and more um, not as sweet okay it's it's but too sweet. It's usually pretty that. pretty sweet with the bitters. Well, no, well, no, that's why they put the bitters in there, and then they put. I think even with the bitters, it wouldn't make it, it wouldn't make it short. Like it wouldn't make it bitter enough, because that's mm-hmm. why you put the um, bitters into an old fashioned is to make it not as sweet. Right. But I don't think those would cut it enough, because so you don't want to put too much bitters into it, because then it no. just tastes awful. Yeah. And then you put the orange or the cherry or the lemon to give it a little bit of flavor, but. The bitters take out the. So do you like it when they like light the orange peel on fire? No, I don't. Fire, I don't. They heat it up. No. So you don't like the orangey flavor? Well, I just I don't like the show of it. Well, I don't give a shit about the show. I'm talking about flavor. I've never noticed a difference in in the flavor. No, so you just don't like how it looks. I just don't like that they're trying to be showy and trying to charge us more. I don't think that what they use to just charge you more. I think it's just. Well, no, but I'm just saying all, of the, all the places that do it charge more, so. All of the places. So you've been to all of them? No, I just, every place that I've been that has used that charged more for the same drink. Is that probably because you were in a, a fancier establishment? What is that? Is that probably because you were in a fancier establishment? Yeah. So maybe it wasn't just that. It was just where you were. I mean, I'm not saying anything for, for or against it, but I don't think that the... The burning makes a flavor difference. We should do a, a, I mean, a we little can experiment, test and we'll we'll make it. We'll make bitter. We'll we'll make old fashions with. I don't know, like three or four different kinds of of rye or. or I'm down. Or, what was the other whiskey you said? Uh, bourbon. Oh, oh, bourbon. Well, rye um, whiskey and bourbon are basically people are gonna thing. fucking hate me, but they're basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some fucking. Like, there's a slight difference. There's, there's a there's uh, a fucking no. It won't even be a slight. There, there's such a huge there's not, difference. There's but then not. you talk to any normal person, they're like, nah. Wait, wait, wait. No, rye rye whiskey and bourbon are about the same thing. Yeah, um, but I think I prefer bourbon more. Yeah, because it's more fleshed out. Because they went all the way, whereas yeah. rye whiskey is trying to stay close to Irish whiskey, even though it's fucking not, because it's made from rye. It's not, yeah. Oh, uh, the bottle says, fuck it, I'll read it real quick. It says uh, a mash of 95% premium rye mm-hmm. and 5% barley, aged in new charred oak. Yeah, it's, it's the rye, man. Like, what what's Irish whiskey made out of? Barley. 
barley, and then they're using rye. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're still using five percent barley. I mean, the barley is where you get like your sugars and shit from. But I'm just saying the rye is what changes the flavor from the yeah. Irish whiskey to. Of course. Nothing wrong with it. Like I'm not mad at no, it. No, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm so glad there's not just Irish whiskey out in the world. I'm glad there's For different sure. fucking shit. Especially the fact that like without rye and bourbon and American whiskeys, you, you Irish whiskeys wouldn't be what they are. Because well, it's like I I told you about my friend who can I, I mean finish my fucking point. God damn it! I'm so sorry. I don't think you are. But uh, Irish whiskey wouldn't be what it is today without um, American whiskeys when they because they use the same barrels that America uses because America has a fucking they can only use the barrels once. It's something about fucking keeping the coopers uh, mm-hmm. employed. But then they ship them over to fucking to Europe. And then, uh, like, I- Ireland, just cause I'm just going to speak on them because that's what I know. They'll use them three, four, five times. Yeah. I mean, they also import barrels from fucking uh, Italy and all, and all over the world. But they use a lot from America because there's a constant uh, export of them. So, I mean, Irish whiskeys wouldn't be what they are today without, without shit the, like this. Without the, no. the people. So, it's like them. a circle of life when it comes to whiskey. Which it whiskey is the water of life, so circle no, whiskey is the life of man. Whiskey? Yeah. No. That's an old Irish drinking song. Whiskey the it's with water of life. It's translation. No, I'm saying there's there's not drinking song there. Whiskey is the life of man, has been since the world began. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just I was trying to add that in there and then I you appreciate like, it. you're like, No. I'm not mad. But you were saying that's what it was and I was like, No. Anyways, we're not going to get into any tiffs. We're going to get along tonight. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, which is everyone, we, we did record a, a podcast that we agreed not to put up because... We did nothing but bicker for the last 30 <laughs> fucking minutes, and it was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe someday when we'll, we'll put it up, but definitely not right now. That when, was It was bad. When, yeah, it was bad. That's what you wanted to put it up, man. I mean, I was down to put it out because I didn't. I, it, it wasn't terrible. It, but it was it was only good if you like knew us. Yeah, and that was it. It was if you knew us, and then it would be funny. But yeah. otherwise, it wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. fucking at all. Which I mean, given right now our audience is only people who do know us. But in the long run, <laughs> no. I just it's like, yeah, no. Rolling Rock's not gonna sign us. <laughs> please, Rolling Rock. Also, please. speaking of which, Rolling Rock, taking a sip right now. Um, first of all, Rolling Rock does not sponsor the show. <laughs> Uh, but really, Rolling Rock, if anyone's listening, we drink so much Rolling Rock, it's not healthy. So, any, any amount's not healthy, but it's it's a legitimate a okay. great beer, and uh, you do not sponsor beer. us. No, I really wish they did. Hopefully one day. One day. You know how like Cowboy Cerrone is uh, sponsored by Bud Light, and yeah. you can just get deliveries whenever the fuck I want. I want that, but for Rolling Rock. <laughs> I know, right? Like I will, I will wear Rolling Rock t-shirts. Pants, sweatpants, underwear. Well, maybe not underwear. I got a really good brand of underwear. I, like I got to say, I'm pretty loyal because um, when my friend, he was working for a distributor and he offered, he kept offering me like Bud Light sh- shirts and Bud shirts and like all the different beers that they distributed. Yeah. And I was like, can't wear it, man. 
I don't really wear anything like that. The the closest thing I do is uh well, my bushmills. My bushmill hat is like the only Like you know me, merch. I don't wear a lot of fucking product merch. Except Kuyu. Yeah, well, I love the company. Yeah. Cause it's amazing. It is. Which also, if you want to sponsor us, dope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh he kept offering I was like until you guys start doing fucking you start doing, you know, rolling rock. I'll wear merch from them. He's like, oh. he's like, oh, now another company got the contract. It's like, damn, that's sad. Because I'd be, I'd love to rock a fucking, a, a Rolling Rock T-shirt. Dude, I roll. I would love to rock a Rolling Rock, rock rock, uh, belt buckle. About with like uh, with one of those like you could like flip it down and then it's a it's a cup or a can holder <laughs> that'd be so fucking cool or a sweatshirt <clears throat> or a sweatshirt i'd rock a, a rolling rocks sweatshirt for sure yeah for sure with the Ooh, you know maybe some fucking sunglasses oh yeah <laughs> they just fucking they're like green on the on the sides and they just say rolling rock i'd do it when, okay. I, when i was showing up and i was down to drink fuck yeah hell yeah i wear that shit every day <laughs> I wouldn't, but I, I would when I, oh, when I was down. I don't give a shit. I never dressed that good. Show up to parties and have the rolling rock sweatshirt on. Show up with the thirty pack and be like, "Who's let's, down to clown?" Let's get lit, baby. <laughs> so I'm trying really hard not to like yell into the mic because I did that on the first one and it sounded so bad. And I I do apologize to anyone who hears it. Loud, man. I didn't mean to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fucking talk normal. And if I do talk loud, to like back away from the camera or uh, the microphone, the camera, the camera. Couldn't you the imagine camera doesn't need to show you right now because you're naked, jacking yourself off, and I don't know what to say. You haven't told me to stop, so. <laughs> well, I just don't know how to help you. Just keep looking into my eyes. <laughs> it'll, it'll all be over soon. I was. Oh, I was. I was watching a Penn and Teller fool us you know the magician shit yeah and it was uh the fucking allison whatever fucking name from how i met your mother she's like the allison host hannigan yeah she's like introducing this dude and she's like uh fuck what was it she was comparing two things and, and one was i don't know whatever and the other was uh magicians and it's like both you don't need to know what they're doing with their hands and i was like that sounds rapey it's like you're in a club and you're like you don't know. You don't need to know what I'm doing with my hands. She's like, You're touching me in a personal area. You don't need to know that. <laughs> Just pretend I'm not. Like your middle finger is inserted into my buttocks. <laughs> You're like, no, your buttocks is the cheeks around it. It's your anus. <laughs> You're like, not your buttocks. You are Ron. She's like, Get out of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so leave, fucked up. Leave my personal space. <laughs> no, it's a no, no. It's my middle finger's home. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never done that. But <laughs> never stuck your middle finger into someone's bottle. I've never. Well, yes, but also I've never tried to pu- penetrate someone in a club. No, that's that's no. weird, right? That's like one of those things. Everyone knows you shouldn't do. I know. Even the people who do it know that they shouldn't do it. <laughs> they know it's wrong. They know it's wrong. Like, there's no reason to try to fucking do something like that. No. I'm it doesn't help you. People are disgusting. Like, you don't feel any better. Like, you're not getting any satisfaction from that, right? No. 
I, I, I wouldn't. Like I've been to a, a number of clubs, some with you, some with other people, but there's been my couple. Bad lads. Oh, gay club. No, well, I mean, that's an everything club. <laughs> gay. It's it's all the LGBTQ. I don't know the whole acronym, but it's all of it. Man, all I spent I spent forty five minutes talking to a tranny. I just had a good conversation. And I had to like pull you away from it because we were trying to fucking leave. No. No what? I wasn't trying to leave with him. No, I'm saying I was pulling you away. Yeah, because you had to, to leave. Because we were it was, to leave. It was a good conversation though. And some oh my god. And then we, well, we finally get outside and we get an Uber and some and that chick that that crazy grabbed onto drunk me. Drunk chick was trying to roll with that. Like, yeah, she no. grabbed onto me and she was because I did a jello shot with her and she wanted to leave with us. And you were like, you're like, no. And I was like, no. <laughs> She's going like, to eat you. Dude, she was after me. She was large. She was and a large charge. woman. Oh. But she was, down, she wanted, because even when you told her that, you're like, I remember you said, you didn't come with us. And she goes, I know, but I'm going with you. <laughs> and you looked back at me like, what do we, <laughs> like, you're like. Well, I would look back at you to be like, do you want this? <laughs> and. The look on your face was like you were being taken kidnapped, but <laughs> yeah, you she couldn't was, say anything. She was aggressive towards me, and you were just like, "Dude, like, my ex was getting pissed." Yeah, she. Oh, was. she was so fucking mad, and I just like, "No, you're just you're not coming with us." Yeah, so, I tried to be as nice as I could. I was that, that was that up. was the creepiest Uber driver we ever got, though. Do you remember him? No. Oh, you don't remember him? No, I like I said, I was. Okay, and so I was trying I, to be like polite and nice yeah. to this chick who was well, lashing you. Were, you. You, you were doing it in good shape because we we kicked her out. I remember I ended up like I I was like no I don't fucking know you. Yeah, no. I had, at one point I was like we don't know you. We don't want you to come so, with us. So we like, kicked her. Get the fuck out of here. And we got in the car and there's three of us in the back and you're in the front and the Uber driver is this fucking old old dude, like well not it must have been like in his 80s but he was in his late 60s 70s. And he had this disco ball. <laughs> Me being fucked up was the only way I was going to get into that Uber. He had this disco ball in the center, and there's disco oh, lights I do all remember. over. He wasn't old. No, I remember he this now. He was bald, though. He was bald. He was, yeah, but no, he was like late 30s, maybe, uh, maybe Okay, I, so I'll agree I got that wrong just because he, so, he was bald and he was acting weird. But he kept asking us if we wanted to go someplace different to party. He kept saying, like, well, you guys want to go someplace else to party? I don't remember And that we were one. like... No, we just want to go home. We just want to go home, <laughs> he's like, please. He's like, well, I'm about to get off my shift. And you said, you were like, Ubers don't have shifts. <laughs> and he was like, well, I'm about to like close down for the night. He's like, do you want to go where I'm going to party? And you were like, no. Nope. That's <laughs> and we were all like, no. we were all like, no. And he was like, like, he kept arguing with us until he got to the art, to your place. And then he kept saying like, well, I shouldn't even let him get all the way to our house. <laughs> I should have just told him pull past it and let us out so he didn't. Oh, no, he already had our address, but yeah. still, fuck. Dude, he was so creepy, and he kept asking. He's just like, well, if, and he kept begging us to go with him to his party, and, like, we kept saying no. And then we got out of the car, and he, like, leaned out the window. He's like, hey, well, this isn't the, this isn't the number to call if you want to go to the party. If you want to go to the party. And it's like two and th- two thirty fucking in the morning. Yeah. And he's like still inviting us to this party. And we're like, I've I think like three times in my life I've ever actually wanted to party past um, last call. 
It is very rare. I'm usually it's just, like it's not the right done. choice. It's no. not the right choice. But man, at least you know he was friendly. That was nice of him. He was creepy as shit. Yeah. He no. was he was inviting us to some eyes wide shut kind of shit. <laughs> so like I'm talking about that crazy, like you know Uber driver. You ever see the movie uh, Murder Party? No. So it's this fucking loser guy who's a, um, he gives like tickets for people who don't pay their meters and he gets, he finds this random invite and he shows up to the party and the plan is to, they put a bunch of random invites out and whoever shows up, they're going to murder as an art piece. Oh, cool. It's a great movie, dude. Family, family film. Fucking hilarious. Cause everyone's like, even the, the murderers, like usually in horror movies, the murderers are like very good and like they know what they're doing and this the fucking people who want to kill him are completely trash and they have no concept of how to fucking make this happen okay so it's relatable you know it's relatable you're just like you're watching you're like yeah this is actually how i figured that this shit would go and that's all i can think of with that uber driver that had us i was like yeah he is creepy but i think even with our inebriated state that he would still have been incompetent. I think we still could have figured our way out of it. Between the three of us. Yeah. Who would have been. I mean. One not, of us would have gotten away for not sure. Not Coker. Oh, so four of us. Yeah. <clears throat> I forgot that he was with us. Because I so, would have protected he's myself. So, he's so uncomfortable <laughs> at fucking gay clubs. I So I would have protected you and I protected me. And I would have protected your ex at the time for sure. But I would not have tried to protect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna be real. I would not have like thought about him at all. And, uh, what a dick. I'm. I'm just saying, like realistically, like in a panic situation, he would not have been on my mind. Well, I appreciate being a priority. Yeah, it would have been. It would have yeah. been you, and then it would have been your ex, and I. It wouldn't even gone to him. <laughs> like, like, nah, not even worth my time. The person who sleeps on the floor and doesn't have their own oh bed is God. not a person. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I forgot he used to sleep on the floor. That's Mr. his own goddamn Mr. doing, too. Mr. Decky and I used to call him your dog. Oh, yeah, no, he he straight up was. Yeah, he was <laughs> your dog because he was living off of your income. He wasn't and, living off my income. I know, but um, he he wasn't paying rent at the start of it. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. But um, he's sleeping on a mat on the floor in your place. Yeah. Oh, I guess when he first yeah, moved he, there... He didn't have a room. He was just crashing. Yeah, he was yeah. sleeping on the mat. Dude. <laughs> so he would, He didn't that. have a room. I li- we literally... Because uh, I love him. Like, I thought I he was a good death. dude. He's a great guy. Like, uh, he was a nice man to be around. Like, if he, if he liked you, he was fun to be around. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to tell a quick Coker story. Oh. I got a couple. But fucking one time, him and I, I had this lady that I used to do yard work for. So he was uh, hurting for cash. So I texted her and I was like, hey, do you have work to be done? And she's like, yeah, you want to come over and do it? I was like, well, real quick, my buddy's in need of cash. Um, Can we come over and work and you'll just pay him? Like, I'll just be there just to make sure shit gets done right. And she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So we go over there and it's it's in Sacramento and it's dead summer. It's like fucking July, Mm. August, some shit like that. And it's hot as fuck outside. You know, for us, whatever, we don't care. We're working. We put like maybe three hours of work in and she comes outside and she's like, hey, you know, it's too hot for you guys to be working. Come in and have a beer. I was like, okay, cool. So we go in 
and she gives each a Budweiser. And I'm like, cool, I'll drink a Budweiser. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to relax. And then she wants, she keeps, we're talking and, and bullshit. And how, she's, a, she's a nice lady. And so then she, she busts out a bottle of like this lemon drop, you know, it's like lemon drop candies. Like mm-hmm. they're not mints, but they're little like mm-hmm. suckable things. Um, it's a liqueur that tastes just like that. So yeah, she, I've it, had it, that. It was it's like good. her favorite. She loves it. It's not bad. I like it. It's just kind of sweet. So I don't really. Yeah, love it, it. it's it's sweet. So she's like, "Oh, let's you know, let's all take a shot." And I was like, "Okay, I, I can take a shot, no problem." So we take one, and then like two minutes later, she's like, "Let's take another one." And I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll take one more," and then she's like, "All right, another one, and another one, another one." And like after the first two, I was like, "I you know I gotta drive. I can't I can't drink anymore. Like that's I'm at, I'm at my limit." So they keep going and they kill the fucking bottle. That's crazy. In less than that's an crazy. hour. I was so impressed. He is fucked up. She's fucking lit too. So at, by the time the bottle's gone, I was like, okay, we, it, it is like, it's literally like noon. It is noon on a fucking Friday or Saturday. I was like, we got to go. We still have shit to do in our day. So we take off. We leave her house. And she's in a little cul-de-sac and right up the road is a Carl's Jr. I was like, well, we haven't had lunch yet. We need to go get some fucking lunch. So I go to Carl's Jr., we walk in. He is not walking. He is somehow stumbling and not falling on his face. And I go, I order, I order my food. And then I turn to him and I was like, hey, what do you want? And he's like, I was like, okay, I'll, I will take the liberty and go ahead and order your food for you. And, and he does. And then, so like at Carl's Jr., there's like the counter and you, you talk to the person and there's like that little, gap where they go from the kitchen to the floor and mm-hmm. they deliver people's food well he's like in that gap and he's leaning on the counter he's like, <laughs> number. like literally all the only word i could understand was number and what he was doing was asking her for her number and she was so smooth and so slick about it she's like oh your number's right here sir and hand her, hands him the little like table number mm-hmm. and he's like Mm, okay. and like walks away with the fucking number and I just turned to her I was like thank you so much I'm sorry he's fucking hammered and she's like it's okay blah 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 so I get our drinks and we fucking we sit down we eat whatever so a little backstory about my friend he's kind of racist he has a lot super of super racist he has a lot of black friends he's from Virginia he has a lot of black friends but he's also super racist but he's also still somehow very racist I don't know so we finish eating and we're walking out to my car. And as we're walking out to my car, this African-American gentleman walks past us. And he's like, you want to fucking fight? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, dude, we're going to fucking die. And the dude, the African-American gentleman is like, what the fuck you just say? And I was like, nothing. He said nothing. I'm sorry he said nothing. I'm just fucking shoving him and pushing him into my fucking car. And this dude was big and mm-hmm. he was ready to fucking go <laughs> i was like oh son of a bitch whatever get him in the car no issue no fight drive him back to my house it's like two three miles and i'm like irritated because i just dealt with him yeah. like hitting on this fucking waitress chick and then this african-american gentleman I'm like motherfucker so we pull in I, I park in the driveway i turn my car off close the door and i walk in the front door i saw him open his door and get out i sit down on my computer inside and i'm playing i'm just like fucking around google you do whatever and like 30 minutes go by i also grabbed a beer this time it's like 30 minutes go by 
he never comes in. <laughs> What's he doing? And I, I like, I like look around the living room. I'm like, where the fuck is he? I go out into the backyard. So maybe, because I thought maybe he went through the side gate and he's just chilling in the backyard. He found a beer or whatever. He's not in the backyard. He's not in the garage. Oh, he's he's out front. So I go back outside, up front, and I look in the car, and he's not in the car, and the passenger door is shut. I'm like, oh, he's not out here. I go back inside, like I check his room, like maybe I was just oblivious. I didn't see him come in. No, he's not in the house. So I go back out to my car, and I go around to the passenger side, and he's he's on his back like half underneath my car, half on the grass right next to the driveway. I'm like, motherfucker, what are you doing? <laughs> so I just grab him by one arm and drag him through the side gate, just inside the side gate. I close the side gate. I walk back inside. I just leave him there. <laughs> I'm like, you're safe. You're in the yard. I go back in my room. 20 minutes later, he fucking stumbles in through the kitchen and into the living room. He's like, bro, what happened? I was like, Mother- I told him, he's like, shit, you got a beer? I was like, yeah, they're in the fridge. And then I started drinking some more. <laughs> this motherfucker got so drunk. We were in the backyard. This is a couple hours later, and I had started drinking, so I was feeling good. And he was sitting down on the ground and was falling over. I don't know oh how. I, st- <laughs> I still remember when um, I was there, like, you guys had a party going on. And uh, he had this. Was this with a bounce house or no bounce house? No bounce house. No bounce house. Okay. Yeah, well, I was never there for a bounce house. Oh man, those are good times. So um, he was like, he had this girl he had fucking been talking to. He's like, we need a door, we need a fucking door. Mm-hmm. Because the chick said that she wouldn't come over unless oh. he got a door. So a little bit, little bit of backstory for this. I had a shitty roommate. We fucking forced him out. Yeah, we forced him out. He's a fucking dickhead. And he left, but he left his door locked. So me and Coker, we fucking just body slammed the the fucking door down. So for about a month, he had no door on his bedroom. He was sleeping like a dog on a pad. No door, no bed, no nothing. Just blankets in the floor. So he was like, this chick was like, I'm not going to come over unless you got a bed and you've got a fucking door. And so he got a little, it wasn't a real bed. It was nowhere close to real Ben, but it was no, like a it was mat- like a futon mattress yeah. on the floor. Yeah, but he had sheets on it and he had it looking nice. He was trying, <laughs> not, not he, trying hard, but he was trying. <laughs> he was like, "I need a door for this party." And like you had a party planned, and so and I was gonna be there for the party. And he was like, what? "We need to do this. We need we need a door because she's gonna come over." And so he fucking went to Home Depot, and that that bitch at Home Depot was such a Fucking cunt. I don't remember the. I just remember getting a door. I don't remember well, any well, people. Po- uh, Coker tried to use his military ID Fucking for lizard. a discount, and she was like, "Whoa, my my fucking my husband's overseas. You were trying to use military discount." And I was like, "Is it applicable? Like, can <laughs> you, if he can use it, then what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> like, <laughs> Does it matter where your husband is? No? Yeah. Okay, then shut up. And she started talking about where her husband was, and I was like, well, I know where that region is. And she's like, well, it's heavy in combat. I'm like, well, I just got back from there not long ago, and it wasn't that heavy in combat. Like, like, And she was a bitch, dude. She kept like resisting on the fucking military discount, which whatever the fuck, but... 
Why? Dude, why? Why? Fucking people. But anyway, so Coger finally got the discount, and we walked out with the door. And then you and I, Coger didn't even help us. You and I put in that door. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was just you and me. Yeah. Do you remember what ended up happening with Coger's girlfriend? It didn't, she, she never showed up. She didn't show fucking up. <laughs> she didn't show up. <laughs> so we still had the party, and his uh, chick never showed up. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, I love it. And he didn't even put the door on. You and I did all the <laughs> work for the door. That's the karma that he gets for not fucking helping out. <laughs> Fucker. Oh that was the night you met Taylor. Yeah, I remember. And good night. Yeah. It's in the past. Got slapped the shit out of by a black chick, so. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. It's just. Parties are fun. I love those. Parties. I haven't been to a party in a long fucking time. Those right? parties were a lot of fun. I enjoyed all the parties you had at your place. There was a lot of cleanup, but I enjoyed all of them. The aftermath was always not the aftermath is like what we did because like, what was crazy I, was that like none of my parties were very big. You're talking like twenty people max. Yeah, and that happened like maybe once. But every single party I had. People showed up that I had never met before, yeah. and I had no idea who they were. They would just, like, roll in. I was like, what's up? And they'd be like, blah, I know this person. I was like, ah, fuck it, cool, take a shot. Well, there was one night that we were doing, a, like, we were planning on, like, I showed up, I was hanging out with you, I was going to be there for the weekend, and you were like, yeah, we're doing a party, and then you ordered pizza before the party, and the fucking, you are like, let's order pizza, and... The Domino's so guy I ordered showed. pizza, and then I was like, hey, let's order pizza. No. Okay. Well, so the, 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 guy, the guy showed up, and uh, you you know, got got the food, and, and you're like, hey, come back here. And he was like, he seemed sketched out, but he fucking showed back up for the party, man. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, he showed yeah. back up for the party. Yeah. Because like, we joked around with him and shit. And, and I made him fucking take a shot as soon yeah. as he got there, too. That guy was cool, actually. Yeah, no, he was awesome. He showed back. I started smoking weed with my brother, and then he got like. He got weird. No, we just got fucking stoned, and it was all quiet and weird. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause some people get stoned and they're okay, yeah. and some people get stoned and they're like, out there. Yeah. Uh, he oh he wasn't even really. Oh, uh, he kind of was out there. He wasn't very loud. He was just kind of awkward. No, he said some weird shit. Um, good dude. <laughs> I mean that's good awesome. Guy. Don't remember like, his name. Like, how dude. brave are you? Like, you get a random invite from a Domino's delivery or whatever the fuck it you was. You know what's crazy about that fucking house is how often I got on the roof, plastered. I know. Oh, I never got on the roof of that house. So I used to, I used to drink a uh, little something something by Lagunitas, their beer, and it's a fucking ale, and it's like eight point six percent or some. Cr- it's fucking high, mm-hmm. and I would like kill a six pack to myself. And then I'd be up on the roof, like drinking the last one, and I would be swaying back and forth. And so I don't know how I never fell off that fucking roof. We only what? had one person fall off. Oh, well, it's like your last like big oh, no, serious. Two, two people actually. Your last big serious ex. Yeah. Um, like the first night you met her, like I was like trying to hook you guys up. And there was a party going on, and I was like. You know, trying to hook you guys up, and I was like, "Where are they? Where are they?" And like, they're on the roof. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Well, we had a good moment up there until I made a your mom joke, 
And then that's when she decided to tell me that her mom had passed away. So that didn't go well. Yeah, I still slept on the fucking floor that night <laughs> well, when I when I was owed the bed. <laughs> you were. I did promise Mr. Early T.S. the bed that night if he would if he would hang out and chill in the party. But then I didn't know that this chick was coming over. I didn't, my fucking coworker at the time like invited her last minute, and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, bring bring whoever over. And and then like you know things happened, and then. Well, yeah, I mean, we didn't. I didn't. We didn't have sex. So no, you didn't. I was sleeping on the floor in the same fucking room. I know. <laughs> I'm aware that you didn't have I, sex. I know. And she told me you guys weren't gonna have sex. I know. So, sorry, but you know things happen. I mean, in the grander, in the grander scheme of things, she said, "Well, we can, we can sleep on the mattress." And I was like, "No, I'll, I'll sleep on the mattress because I was like, things might go." Go in the right direction, but she wasn't the right chick. Yeah. I've never had to self-sacrifice so for the right chick. No, no. I mean, not for me. Might explain why you're single. <laughs> no, I said not for me. Huh. Like I've self-sacrificed for my fucking chicks. Yeah, I tried for your chicks, but hey, your current right. I mean, the chick you have now is the right chick, and yeah. And guess what? Every time you come over and visit, what do you have? She's awesome. No, you have your own bed and bedroom. You're yeah, welcome. I don't like to sleep on a mat with you next to me. I'm saying the right chick. <laughs> it makes everything better. No, no. The the fact that I don't want to sleep next to you guys is the fact that you you know your life's going good. Yeah, there's so. that. But at least you're not on the floor right next to my bed anymore. Except for now that you would have actually have a, a lady to curl up with and keep you warm, and you could. You know she'd be up there because ladies about me, <laughs> dude. She's fucking into me. Oh, she's a good dog. I love her. Like, because that's lo- what she loves you too. I took I took care of her for the first time, and she was like not sure about me. And then the second time I took care about her, she was like, "Oh, you the dude. You you the man." She's like, "When when my when my daddy's not here, you're you're the guy." Yeah. You keep fucking with the microphone, bro. I keep grabbing them on so top. St- so stop grabbing it. I, the reason I keep grabbing it is because it helps me keep, like, within the range. Okay. Well, grab the base of it. Don't grab the actual microphone. Okay. You know, even touching the base is kind of fucking things up. But whatever. It's okay. Still sounds better than the shit we were recording on. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Okay. You know what TED Talks is? Yeah. If you could do a TED Talks, what would you do a TED Talks on? Oh, my God. Actually, I know I have a good answer for this, but give me a second. Okay. Got it. Please uh, answer the question in the form of a question. That's not how TED Talks work. That's how Jeopardy works. Yeah, it is. Anyways, as you were. So, um, TED Talks, one thing I would say is that people are such pussies. They're such pussies about standing up to things they disagree with. My TED Talk would be about how you need to stand up more. And not in the stand up for political rights, but stand up for like, well, my bill just went up. Like, argue with like when your bill goes up call them and fucking argue with them. Like, people need to actually be more assertive in their regular life. 
Like, I don't care if you're standing up for trans rights or whatever. Like, that's a big issue. Like, a bunch of people are standing up. Stand up for your own fucking personal shit. Like, your phone bill goes up, call them and be pissed off. Okay. I'm just saying people so need... People so, people need to stop being non-confrontant... Com, com, confrontational. That word. Thank yeah. you. Okay. That's, that's my... That's what I would give a TED talk on. How how would you so if if you were talking to somebody, let's say I'm very non-confrontational, confrontational, confrontational, uh, how would you how would you teach me to not be? Man, that's gonna be a twenty-minute talk because I could because you can't do it just with a fucking sentence. It has to be a talk. I didn't, I didn't ask for a, a sentence. Okay, so <clears throat> boil it down. Okay. <sighs> okay. I mean, don't you don't need to fucking put it into five minutes, but I mean, let's fucking talk about it. Okay. So you want me to try to give you a little bit of the talk? Fuck it, let's send it. Let's see. Okay. So, it's a Saturday. You're not working. You're off work. Okay. You work 9 to 5. You okay. get weekends off. And you go to pay for your fucking, you know, you and your gr- girlfriend or your boyfriend. You want to go to a movie. Okay. And the movie is $20 to go yeah. see a movie. For the both of us or for one? $20 a ticket. Ooh. That's a lot of money. And you pay for it. And why? Why do you pay for that? You pay for that because you don't have time. Because you feel like you don't have time. But the truth is, money is just time. Money is time put into a physical representation of time. Okay. That's that's all money is. Right. Any anything you earn money for is just them, or you pay money for is a physical representation of time, and that's the only currency that exists on this earth is time. Okay. So when you go to pay that twenty dollars, do you feel that that twenty dollars is worth your two hours in the movie theater? No. If I'm paying twenty dollars to take it, no. So, what are you paying? You're paying it because that's what you have to pay. And but I wouldn't pay it. The point is, is that you wouldn't pay it, but you do. People pay things that they wouldn't pay because, like, I use that number as a, you know, you wouldn't pay $20, right? No. But how much did you pay for your last movie? Which I have the answer because you and I saw the last movie together. It was like eight or nine bucks? No. Okay, ten. It was It was eleven ninety. Okay. So you paid that much for a movie, and I, I don't think a movie's worth that much. So you're you're selling your time. You're watching the movie. I'm not just selling your time. Every time you're, you're doing well, you're selling your time for something else. Yeah, for exactly. So like even like you go into a store to shop for an hour, and you're selling that hour of time where you could be working. Yeah. Right. So. At the end of the day, any hours you're not working, you're losing money. True. Anything that inconveniences you or anything that takes extra time is losing you money. Mm-hmm. Or it's losing you time, mm-hmm. which is the same thing. <laughs> so at the end of the day, movies should almost pay you because the advertising that they get. Like, the cost doesn't make sense because they're they're spending your time in order to get more money on the advertising that they they're sending. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not agreeing. I'm just, I'm saying, okay, I understand what you're saying. So. So what would you tell someone in my position to do then? So as a TED dog? Yeah. Well, you're saying that I shouldn't. So what my point is, is that is as a TED talk is that you should learn to value your time as money. Mm -hmm. And that even the time you spend watching advertisers is money that's going to someone. And so if, if like in the grand scheme of things, like at the end of the road, advertisers, advertisers will be t paying people for the time they spend watching YouTube. Like there, there'll be money will be going to you watching YouTube just so you can watch their advertisements. Like the things we enjoy, like YouTube or television or going to movies or whatever, there's always advertisements set within that. And at the end of the line, if we stop doing that, then these companies lose money because we're not getting awareness of the product that they're trying to sell. Mm -hmm. So the base level is is we're we're gonna end up being paid if as long as we digest content in a aware way that we're gonna end up having to get paid in order to digest content. Why would you be paid to? digest content because if nobody's watching this stuff then there's no awareness like do you really think that there will ever be a time where nobody or even less than the majority of the populace is not consuming this content well that that's the problem like i agree with your statement is the fact that that people don't aware the they're not aware of the power that they have in relation to the content and so people think the content's just going to keep being created but if people fully, like, as a group, not as a single person, but people as a group fully understood the power of the viewership to the content, then it would change. That's why, like, um, Rotten Tomatoes, which, you know, is the most, most respected, I guess, by the general audience as far as a rating site, like, for certain movies and shows they rated it very low and then the audience rating was very high mm -hmm. so it started it's slipping away where the um, the critics don't matter it's just about the audience well the critics haven't mattered in a very long time well it's it's just it's very obviously shifted to the degree that it's 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 you know very very direct and what's going to change is that the public is going to direct where it goes even though the public isn't talking as a whole so you can create a new show and the public's not talking there's no rating sites there's no th nothing to direct the public but there's nothing nothing to stop them either so it's going it, to it's going to create a weird form like, entertainment's going to change drastically where it's going to be people trying to create things for mainstream entertainment without without critics being involved. And it's going to be very drastic. And it's also going to be very... There's going to be a lot of misfires, I think. Well, I don't think that uh, critics have had 
nearly the power that we necessarily give them or even credit them with because and we've seen it over probably the last two decades that just because critics didn't like a movie didn't mean it wasn't successful or didn't do very well it may have not done very well in the box office but what comes after that is completely decided upon us and and like i mean look at fight club fight club it wasn't even in the fucking theaters for very long but it's one of the biggest movies well-known movies and is is hugely popular uh, amongst the populace and well, and critics didn't even like it so like i mean it's yeah you're right critics critics aren't uh held well their opinions aren't held very highly anymore but i mean you have to look at what happened <clears throat> with the last jedi what? is so the last jedi it bombed like an initial box office it bombed mm-hmm. and the critics all gave it m- rave reviews and then while it was bombing more critic reviews came out saying it was great and it helped the the last jedi get up there even though the the audience reviews were crap yeah. the audience reviews hated it but well so is it, and then gotta it, look it at came like out in a, in a lawsuit well it was legal findings that disney was paying critics to give you know, good reviews to the movie. Yeah. Well, you got to look at it like this, that critics get first-time viewers and the populace gets uh, uh, second and third and fourth-time viewers. So, like, your your critics are going to get that initial push into the box office. (coughs) But then it's going to be fucking word of mouth that gets people to go there more. There's plenty of people out there that go see movies that are in the theaters numerous times. And it's it's word of mouth of the general populace that actually gets people to go and really go and see it. Well, say Fight Club, like you said, Fight Club got destroyed in theaters. Yeah, <gasps> didn't do good. But now, fucking twenty twenty one years later, it's a huge fucking movie that's been seen by a very large majority of the populace. Yeah, no, now now Fight Club is an icon. Yeah. So. It's just it's it's a weird game where the the populace is definitely directable, and the populace I'm not even gonna say that they're dumb, because the populace is smart, but it's so easy to divert where they're looking. So, to get back to the the fucking purpose of your conversation, your TED talks would be to make people stand up for actually what they want and like and dislike. I think yeah. people do more now than ever especially in like the entertainment industry but the problem is well it's not really a problem it's actually fucking awesome is how cheap everything is well I 20 30 years ago everything used to be so expensive i mean what you were able to experience in your life you know 20 or 30 years ago was was far smaller than it is today everything to include i mean i know i know 30 years ago a fucking movie was probably like a dollar or three dollars or whatever the fuck it was and now it's like 10 11 or whatever but you know given inflation and the economy and all this shit yeah it is 10 11 dollars now but that's such a smaller percentage of you know uh of a household's income that it's actually cheaper for them to go and see a movie and spend their money so people are more even if they it's easier for them to spend that money than it was back in the day. Well, so people are speaking with their difference. dollars. The money that they're spending now, they're speaking with it. And because it's so cheap, 
I think you're giving too much value to their decision to no, go and see something. I, I think there's a difference in the sense that um, that movies that only appeal to wo- to one portion of the family group are being more more and more taken out of the cinema. Like, like when I well, grew certainly. when I was growing up, it was there. There was movies that were aimed like like when I was five or six. I recognized, or even seven or eight or nine, whatever the fuck. I recognized there was movies that were aimed at my dad, and there was yeah. movies that were aimed at my mom, and, and there was kids movies. And now, like, look at the Marvel movies. They keep the rating low, and they're aimed at everybody. They're trying to get the dad. They're trying to get the mom. They're trying to get the you know, everybody in to the Marvel movies. Yeah. And and when you take that that choice away when you're trying to aim it at everybody, then you decrease from the art form. It's not an art anymore. It's a game. You're playing a game where you're trying to use that game as like poker. You're trying to get everyone in on hand. But that's not that's not a new thing. <clears throat> Aiming movies at a larger group rather than a focus group is not a new thing. They've been doing that for fucking year decades. Well, no, they've been doing it for since two thousand six. They've been doing no. it long before that. Well, they've been doing that. I mean, Disney's has been doing that for fucking no, decades upon Disney, decades. Disney has. Yeah, it's so. I so that was just a fucking big group that I can name that everybody knows. No, more than one fucking group has so, been doing that. I'm not sure. Like every fucking so movie in the, in the 19 like when the 1970s was going into the 1980s, like 1979, the the large large budget like the movies that made big names. Like name a movie for me that's from the 1980s. I don't even know movies that I could name from the 90s. That I. I know I'm such so, a disappointment. <laughs> so in the 1980s, what got big was the fucking slasher films. Okay. That was what. That's what got big. So you went from the golden age of Hollywood, where you had the, um, you had the good guy wins, the bad guy loses, the good guy walks off happily ever after with the chick, mm-hmm. and then it changed in the 80s, at the end of the Vietnam War or towards the end of the Vietnam War, and it changed the slasher fix. And like bad ends to movies, mm-hmm. and then our recovery was in the '90s with like Die Hard, where it was bad situations, like you know, Lethal Weapon, where it's bad situations, but even. So, the- do you think what drove that was just what the the movie industry was producing? Yeah. Well, no. I. Why would the movie? Why I would the movie I, industry produce that just because that's what they wanted? Well. That makes no sense. No, so what I'm saying is it, it was driven not by... And here's the thing. Is I agree with you that most movies are driven economically. I mean, 90% yeah. of them are, yeah. And so what drove the shift is not the economics. Because if, if they had looked at Ec- their... Economics drive everything, but okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But what drove the shift wasn't on the economic... Well, it was on the economics, but it was them viewing that people are feeling defeated and so putting out movies where it shows the bad guy wins was a good economic shift because people would understand it and believe it I don't that's think it was an economic shift i think it was a, a movie shift but it well it was both at the same time it's both at the same time 
Okay. So you have the shift from the good guy always winning and everything working out great till you had Friday the 13th and you had Halloween and you had Black Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you had these horror movies where the bad guy won. And it was, I mean, talk to anyone who was born in the 60s and they'll say, like, oh, those are iconic films. Those aren't good films. Like, you really watch So people them. born in the 60s remember movies from the 60s? The, those were from the 80s. No. That's what I just said. Okay. Uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I don't totally agree, but... I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think that <clears throat> mo- movies have both had specific aim points and broad aim points, depending on the o- audience and just what they do. So, some some industries just went for the broad, get as many people to fucking watch this and like it. And, uh, many of them were like, you know, the younger crowd where kids could watch it and so could the parents and they could all get out, get something out of it. Um but I don't. I think today you can't say that everything's so much more broad when you have the most diversity when it comes to movie selection that there's ever been, and it's only growing. Well, no, I I think like I don't disagree with what you're saying. So the problem that I really think is happening is like, do you know who who uh, Lars von Trier is? I've heard the name, but I don't. I can't make a connection right now. So he makes movies that are very controversial. But he makes... His movies are too controversial. For the general populace. No, they're they're too... Like, they're too over the top. Like For the general populace, yeah. But he he's self-aggrandizing. And I think that's a problem, is that you either have the movies that, like... Because Disney owns Marvel now, right? Yeah. And Disney owns Fox. Yeah. And Star Wars, and so like it's either we we step to the middle toe, and like even Quentin Tarantino, who I don't I don't consider that he's that fucking controversial, like he's pretty controversial. Yeah, but that's because that's what the media says he is. Whereas like I've seen his latest movie and I saw his last film in well, theaters. Well, to you so. and me, he's not very controversial because like that shit doesn't bother us or or throw us for a fucking loop by any means. But the general populace, it does. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that, that film needs to have a larger segment that's controversial. Why? Because art is like it's like comedy. You know, why, how, but why does it need to be that? Because like media can be used for many many fucking aspects. Yeah. But the most the most like valuable assets that media can be used for is either fucking indoctrination and manipulation or controversy and causing people to question things. I think you're boiling it down to two and it's not two different things. What do you think it is? I mean, there's lots of different things. It's entertainment. Well, I mean, entertainment is valuable, but at the end of the day, as far as the larger picture, like... Like, don't get me wrong. I think that a lot of movies nowadays... Are some of a lot of them are indoctrination. They're trying to prove a point, speak their mind, whatever it is, get you to believe what they think. And yes, there's a lot of stuff that's just controversial, but there's also stuff that's it's just comedy. For one, comedy doesn't need necessarily need to be either of those. Sometimes it can just be funny. Yeah, well, yeah, and some people are gonna think it's controversial, 
and some people are like, it's just a fucking joke. And it and and other people are like, oh, it's, they're trying to fucking make you believe what they believe, or maybe they're just making light of a fucking serious situation. It's all dependent on the person's situation. Or the, no, and I view. I don't disagree with There's you. There's not all. two sides to it. Like no, but I think that, um, in limiting it to these two aspects, where it's either it's entertainment or it's it's comedy, because that's that's a common I've heard, is that. Comedy needs to be protected, and free speech needs to be protected. Certainly. And so, with control and with lack of divergence, you're not going to receive the comedy that you deserve or that needs to come out. Mm-hmm. And so, like my fear is that the is that the control and that the criticism is gonna it's gonna fucking Debilitate the comedy, mm-hmm. and we're gonna end up with like poop humor and fucking someone farting in a field for Disney's com- level comedy. I don't think we will. Like, have you? You don't think that like Disney's limitations on their films and their comedy on their films is gonna limit? Well, I mean the. Uh, if you look at individual uh, businesses, certainly, because so, some of them are going to want, they're just going to go want to go for the dollar. They're not going to want to piss anybody off. They're not going to well, make anyone feel under un, feel under uh, uncomfortable. But there's plenty of other independent studios that they don't give a shit. They're just going to do what they want to do, and either it's going to do well, and that's because that's what the people are going to want, which I think is what's going to happen, or they're going to do poorly until they figure out exactly what it is that the populace wants. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with you in part, but the problem is distribution. And when the films that are getting getting fucking buys like the people who are buying tickets. I think I think what you're looking at, you're looking at just a pure so like economically or when it comes to a business structure, there's it's a roller coaster, it's up and down. And you're just looking at the down. You're just looking at eventually blah blah blah, people are just gonna want one thing. Well yeah, at at some point people are just gonna want one thing. They want something that's not controversial and shit like that. But then there's gonna be an up and what they're going to want is controversial shit. And it's, it's going to be, it's constantly back and forth. It's not just one thing. It's the, the world isn't going in one set path. It's going to fucking change. There's going to well, be an ebb and flow. I agree with you on that. The, the world is a uh, back and forth. Like I, I agree with you completely with that. And, but the thing is, is when we're on the, like this, the change is, is that like Disney bought, um, Fox, yeah, Fox Films, right? And they canceled a bunch of their films. Mm-hmm. And Fox Films were known known to be more edgy, like yeah. you know, commentaries. And they yeah. were they were the back to the fourth. Yeah, you know. So like, Disney would come out with films, and then Fox would have a have retribution of films. And then Disney bought Fox, and they canceled a bunch of fucking films. Yeah, they were in, and so it's I'm worried that the film production. Like, Sony's changed their film production based off Disney. And then Fox is now owned by Disney, and they changed their film production. Yeah. And 20th Century Fox, because of that, changed yeah, their Yeah, I get film. it. You're, you're saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, but yeah, what I I'm saying is that, is that all films have changed since the buyout. Certainly. And That's now... That's not surprising. And now, like, 
Sundance guys and people who fucking produce more original films. Like, Disney has said that they will not produce a film that's not a franchise, that okay. doesn't have sequels backing it. Okay. So, I don't like that. Okay, but that happening, what do you think that will encourage or produce or make happen in the future, whether near or far? I think it'll make safer films. I think no. what will happen... Well, I mean, for a short time, yeah, that's a very near future thing. In the long term, I think unless something changes, it'll make everybody make safer films where they're not Okay, willing... think past that. Think past that. Then what? I mean, what is the past that? So, okay, so when you have... So let, let's think of it like... Uh, let's think of it like YouTube. So YouTube, if they don't like what you do, they demonetize you, right? They they or they'll block you or whatever. So if they keep doing this to an extent, like well, they already tried it where they like uh, demonetized everybody who used any kind of curse language in their in their videos. Um, what's gonna happen and what was about to happen until they reversed that rule was that there was gonna be a new platform for for MP4s. When you start limiting people and they can't do what they want to do, yeah, so so it's like Disney, let's just say Disney as a whole, and, and everything they're doing, that they're causing people to make safer and safer films that just get along with everybody and, and what they want to do. Well, eventually, somebody's going to be like, I don't want to fucking do this, and the populace is like, this is not going to, this is gonna, not going to be the only content that I want to consume, and somebody out there is going to start producing the shit that people want. So even if right now what people want to consume is safe, you know, non-controversial I don't shit. That's what they want to consume. Whether whether it's what they want or it's what they're willing to consume right now, it's what's being put out there by Disney and other like companies. And so eventually people are going to get sick and tired of seeing the same goddamn film day after day, year after year, that somebody's going to come out with some shit that's controversial and people are like, fuck, yeah, this is what we want. When you start limit when when stuff starts going in one central direction and the populace is going to get tired of it, somebody's going to branch off and they're going to be who's fucking successful. Yeah, but the same shit happens with like fucking. That's why Twitter's around. That's why Facebook is around, and it's not just fucking uh, MySpace and, and yeah, but where, whatever. Where's the funding from? It's going to come. It, it independent films do it all the fucking time. Yeah, they're going to produce something. Somebody's going to make. Their are crap. I'm, it I'm doesn't matter. A, you don't a need a film. you don't need a budget to make a good film. Look at how many independent films that we watch. No, like Brick. no, I, I understand. Brick was just a fucking Brick is amazing. So your fucking asking for funding argument doesn't fucking matter because you can make great films without a lot of money. Yeah, yeah but how not, many how many people know about Brick? Uh, nowadays, probably fucking a lot. No, not not like a large percentage. Not the mainstream. It doesn't matter. It, it, it matters. No, it doesn't. It to an extent, yes, but it's not. They, the fucking Disney doesn't have a monopoly on the fucking industry. Anybody can make a fucking movie if they want to. Yeah, it's they don't have the near the marketing that fucking Disney or any yeah, corporation of the that, same that's level the has. The problem is the marketing. It doesn't matter. People will pay. They will vote with their money. When they when a good movie is released, you can get any movie in the theaters that you want. Yeah, you got to pay for it. But if you have a good film that the people want to see, it'll fucking take off. But uh, with it, a free economy, it'll take off. It, it comes down to, say, you had multi million dollars. Say you had ten million dollars, and you wanted to make the fucking film you wanted to make, right? Yeah. So who's gonna produce your movie? What studio is gonna fucking back your movie? 
Who says I need a, a fucking studio? I mean, me. I don't, okay. I'm not, not me, but I'm just saying, let, let's say I'm fucking, I get it. I that, know how to fucking what's... direct movies. Okay, so let's say you're you're going to do a movie. You have $10 million. Yeah. So you're not going to get a studio. I'm, I, I know nothing about directing movies. I know nothing about making movies. Okay. I, I don't know what it takes. Okay, do so, you? I mean, I know I know how the setup works. Yeah. Okay. What is it? What does it take? Okay, so you have an idea for a movie. You okay. need a studio to fucking back your movie. Okay. And that studio is the is where like even if you have some money to put towards it, the studio is the what backs you. Yeah. And then they give you producers. Okay. From their studio, and those producers' job is to make sure the movie gets made. And it gets made in the what they're wanting to present. They want to control what kind of image, what kind of values, what kind of okay, like beliefs. Like, say you're a complete, say you're a complete um, capitalist, libertarian. Yeah, and they're like, that's Got not it. that's not what gets to people. Yeah, then they fucking they they change the beliefs in the movie. So and that's not even rewrites. We're not to rewrites yet. So you okay. got producers and you got a studio that's backing you. Okay. And so then you get your script and you get it to rewrites. Mm-hmm. And then they have complete control because you said because you had a studio that's funding you. They control rewrites. Okay. So they rewrite everything based off of what they think is right. Okay. And so say you're, are you directing the movie or are you like someone else direct it? Okay. Which which one is? Uh, are I'm directing you, it. You're you're directing it. So you're trying to still direct it based off of the script that you believe in, and they go, "No, nah, you can't have that scene where that chick gives that person money." Okay. And like they control like which actors. So, so you're saying this is the only way to make a movie? That's that's how movies are made, man. But is it the only way that there it is to make a movie? Well, no. Here's the other way to make a movie: is that you're. Uh, you have all the money you need and you don't need to go to a studio. So these are the only two ways to make a movie. How you couldn't, you, I mean, lots of independent filmmakers do it where they get other people, they get sponsors, they get other fucking uh, buy-ins or people do shit. Don't get me wrong, I'm not 90% of them don't make fucking shit for a good film, but th- this is not the only way. I mean, I mean you're, uh, you're limiting, you're, you're that's limiting the mainstream. That's the I, I mainstream. I'm not talking about mainstream. That's what I've been saying from the very beginning. I'm not talking about how the fucking big corporations do it. I Do you know the movie Fateful Promises? No. Have you ever seen it? No. But like 90% of the fucking movies out there, I haven't seen. Like every movie no. you ask me that I've ever seen, no, I haven't seen it. Fateful Promises had um, 10,000 people who saw it on opening day. Okay. Nationwide. Okay. And... It's awful. Okay. I'm just... Either you're in with... I don't know the point you're trying to make right now, though. No, the point I'm trying to make is that either you're in with Hollywood and you make a movie that Hollywood's backing, like the general group of... You know, and it's not like... I'm like, oh, there's this giant bad guy. I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying that you're either in with them and you get a release with a major studio or it's it's useless. Well, I think that's... I think that's... Absolute bullshit. Um, you at, think you could make at a movie? every time, every time in history. Oh, let's just take Hollywood. Just, just this one, one spot. Just Hollywood in history. Everyone's been like, 
you can't go against the fucking current. You can't fucking do this. You can't fucking do that because everything's stacked against you and somebody does. Somebody will go against the grain and it'll be fucking be successful. No, no, not every single person that goes against the grain is going to be successful, but somebody's going to be eventually. And just to say that this is the only way to do it or that's the only way to do it doesn't mean that that, that any of that's true. Well, people so do it all the time. I agree with you. I agree. I don't disagree with you on what you're saying. And the like, if you're in a combat situation or you're in a business situation and people disagree with you, then it's very obvious, like, because it's, it's a numbers game, right? And Hollywood is still a numbers game, but it's, it's thrown off because it's a numbers game based on what people believe. And so, like, and that's why there's a list of people who pitch movie ideas that Hollywood believed in that sunk and lost Hollywood a lot of money. Yeah. And so, like, within politics or within military op- operations or within capitalism, even without, like, within world changes, there's, there's huge changes that have been made with one small person's belief. Yep. But the problem is, is that within Hollywood, they're so unsure about that shit and the resistance you get. Oh, certainly. I mean, I'm, look at, I'm not look, saying look it's at easy. They, look at what they did during the communism era. Okay. I mean, like Jimmy Stewart. So Jimmy Stewart was accused of communist rhetoric it wasn't because he was he was no way related to communists. He was super Republican, super conservative, but because he acted with several people, and he defended those people in court during the um, during the communist searches, and it's it's just like with Disney. I'm wondering where they're going to begin the searches for people who are anti-Disney. Where there's actors and there's fucking people related to it. Okay, so let, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to put this into a form that we both like totally understand. Uh, who's hungrier, the champion or the challenger? Well, the the champion should be hungrier. Why? Why the champion should be hungrier? Yeah. Because the champion, once you're there, you need to keep fighting for your title belt. Like, you need to keep proving that you're the best. I mean, that Whereas goes against the, everything that is ever said about champions and challengers and who's hungrier. I, and that's but, what I believe. If I was the champion at anything, <clears throat> my belief, if I was the champion, that I need to prove that there's no one that can beat me. And I, I like that the comment, the, the, t- the challengers, t- you know, hungrier, that's bullshit. Because the... Ch- Challenger, if he loses, he lost to the champion. What does he fucking lose? He he lost to the best in the world. Whereas the champion, when he loses to the challenger, he suddenly no one knows where he stands. That that literally goes against the entire phrase. So it, I know, but, but personally, you asked well, me. I'm, but that literally doesn't make sense on how you uh, how you explain it because if if you sense of if you think of about the fact of. Who's hungry? The champion or challenger? The champion is already eaten, and the challenger has not, which means that the challenger is always hungrier. That's, That's how the I, actual I said the goes. challenger was hungry. No, you said the champion. No, yeah, is. I did. 
You said champion. Yeah, no, I, I missed first. So the champion, <laughs> the champion is hungrier. I screwed you, up. You just said the champion is hungrier. Yeah, again. no, no. I that's what I'm saying. The champion is hungrier. No, the challenger is hungrier because the challenger has not eaten. I, the I mean, champion has. I, that's I, how the phrase is. Yeah, I know, but I disagree. I think that the the challenger, fucking, the challenger is after the place of the champion, but the champion is after maintaining his place. I think the champion is the hungrier. But the but the champion's already proven. So it initially, it's already proven what they wanted to prove, and the challenger still has yet to prove what they they want to prove, which would mean that the challenger is hungrier than the champion. No, the champion needs to be the tougher of the like they need to step it up. No, they think they are because of the champion. Well, it, that's if you think false confidence is there with the cha- with the champion. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, based off of the phrase that everyone else in the world fucking agrees to, that the challengers is hungrier than the champion, Disney's the champion, and they're not as hungry as the other people that are trying to fucking make it like Disney has already made it. So what you're saying is that they're weaker? No. Because Being hungry does not make you weak. Because my assertion was that champion is the one that's going to be the most aggressive. Why would they be more aggressive? They already have what they want. Yeah, exactly. So then if any any competitors come up, they're going to be more aggressive. Because they want to no, shut them down that's, quick. That's literally not how it works at all. How, how, why, why isn't that how that works? Because the challenger is it based off of the phrase. So the, so the, the challenge no, no, no. Well, based not, off no. of the f- Yes, because that's what I'm asking. Not what you want me to be asking. What I am actually asking is that the challenger wants what the champion has. And the champion already has it. Therefore, doesn't want it as much as the challenger does. But that's what do you, I'm how saying. How do you know that they don't want it as much as the challenger? It's not a literal thing, dude. No, I'm asking metaphorical. Because... The person who doesn't have it is going to want it, is going to is gonna fight for it, is going to try to kill and get it more than the person who already has it. You think that's, that's how it always works? It's the person who doesn't have it? Nothing's 100%, dude. I'm not being fucking literal. You're trying to take me literal when I don't want to be and take that's, me figuratively when I don't want to no, be. That's 100% not a literal question. No shit. That's why I said it was figurative yeah that's why i gave you the question you said it was literal no i said it wasn't literal you need to listen to the actual words that are coming I know, out of your mouth not just what you want to hear I, I told you it wasn't literal and you so anyway we can play this back and yeah you'll be wrong but no i'll be okay anyways the phrase is that the challenger is hungrier than champion which means in so when it comes to the film industry yeah disney is the champion right now but someone's gonna be fucking hungry enough that they're going to do something that's better or is what the populace wants. And then, therefore, they will be successful. They will fucking break the status quo. It's not right now. No shit, it's not right now. I'm not saying it's right now. But you're saying that we're going, in the film industry, that we're going towards just all movies that just are a big scope of what people want. And that's all that we're going to ever get. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. That's what it looks like. 
certainly is going to get to that to some extent. That's the down. And then you're going to have someone who breaks the status quo, the challenger, who's hungrier than the champion, and it's going to be the up. Well, it's different with the film industry. With the free market, it will be, at least. It's it's different with the film industry because the films that are shown in theaters are only the films that are shown to, like, we don't even all get to know what films are shown to go to public industry, right? Okay. Like, there's a bunch of films, like, Break never fucking aired. Like, it never went to theaters. Okay. And so what's going to happen is that the only films that are going to go to theaters are the films that are multi-million dollar, like, you know, breaking the budget, huge films. Like For those. now. So, but you think that theaters are going to take, like, because theaters pay for the reels. And they air them, they pay percentage. Are we still going on camera reels? I mean, that's how it gets paid. Okay. That's how it works. Okay. I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to lighthearten the situation. You think Brick, like if it came out right now, would even show up in a single theater? I've never seen the movie. I don't know what it's about. I don't know. You keep bringing up bringing up a movie I don't know anything about. Well, you just brought brought up Brick a little while ago. I thought you had seen it. No, I didn't. I've never brought it up. Okay. Why would I bring up a movie I've never heard of? No, you brought it up. But anyway. What, what, sorry, what's the name of it? Brick. Brick or break? Brick. Brick. Yes, brick. But you keep saying break, and I don't know what. I don't so, know what so brick. Brick. Brick didn't get a full release, got a limited theater release. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it made almost nothing in theaters. Mm hmm. And now most theater releases are aimed towards at least making their budget back. And there's not a lot of room in the Sundance or in the independent movie film direction. So in the scheduled release, it's like either you have something that's by a director who's groundbreaking or... You're making a Marvel film or a Star Wars film. Okay. Or a DC film. Okay. And I feel like that's native to filmmaking. And you, So you're also saying that, that that mold will never be broken? Do you think it will be? Absolutely. Undoubtedly. As long as, as long as there's a free market where everyone can do whatever they want. Absolutely. Yeah, see, I, I, love, I love that hopefulness. I really do. I hope you're right. Why wouldn't it? If everyone's free to make whatever the fucking movie they want. Because when you're dealing with $100 million, it changes how you think about things. No, it it changes your special effects and your shit. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because without money, you can't can't pay for special effects. Before a single thing started, when someone comes up to you and goes, can I get $2 million? And you're like... For what? And they're like, for my indie film. And you're like, cool. And now, when someone walks up to you and they're like, can I get a hundred mil? You're like, for what? Like, my indie film. And you're like, is it a comic book character? Well, here. Are they trademark? I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll, I'm going to say one thing, and then I'll let you rebuttal, say whatever you want, and then I say we move on to uh, our spelling bee. But, uh, 
everything is impossible until someone does it. So you're, you're saying that it's impossible. We'll never break this mold that we're going towards. But I say that it's impossible and, so, and someone's going to do it. I'll let, I'll let you have your rebuttal. Okay, I won't so, so my rebuttal is is that we had a, there was a skilled team of people who created the Avengers success. Mm-hmm. And I think they're very, very fucking skilled. Yeah. And now you have the whole DC team trying to recreate that success. As well as you have Kevin Feige and the people on the Marvel side trying to recreate that success no. after they've done it. And I think the game is fucking shot. I think the movie game is fucking shot. Because you've got Marvel's game, you've got DC's game, and then you have the fucking Disney game in the middle. And I think the only way for redemption within this is that between the the movie for kids, the Marvel movies for pe- for adults, and the DC movies for adults, and like the only realm you have is their movies being crap. Okay. Because the amount of movies that are being produced has decreased substantially based off of this epidemic. Because mm-hmm. because studios aren't funding, mm-hmm. like even um, the movie Baby Driver, like, like studios aren't funding movies like that anymore because they don't have franchise ability, they don't have marketable characters, they don't have action figures, and with movies there's a lot of toys involved, and then TV's going a fucking another horrible way where it's about binge watching. You mm-hmm. can create shows that are binge. Bingeable. Benchworthy. Mm-hmm. So, entertainment's going away where it's either high market value, high production value, or you can at least binge it. Okay. Well, I think we're going to agree to disagree, obviously, but I think we should move into our, our spelling bee and and uh, see if I can graduate the fifth grade. You can't. Probably not. Ava, you have any comments? She's going to go back to licking her vagina. I thought you already had it pulled up on your phone. Yeah, I did. Oh, it took so long. Compartment. Compartment. C-O-M-P-A-R-T-M-E-N-T. Got it right. Ooh, look at me go. Scrimmage. Scrimmage? Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea. I don't think I've ever even seen this written out. Oh, fuck. Is there a Q? Is there a Q in it? Scrimmage. I got into a scrimmage with my opponent in rugby and won. Can I, uh, can I get the, uh, origin of the word? It's Greek. It's Greek. I'm just going to go ahead and take the L. I'm not going to even try. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try. I'm literally not going to even try. But can you spell it for me? No, you need to try if I'm going to spell it for you. <sighs> That's not in the rule book. Oh, my. D. 
Dude, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know at all. I don't know. I'm not going to try. S-C-R-I. S-C-R-I. M-M-A-G-E. No. Yeah, there wasn't a fucking chance. I'm glad I didn't even try. Invariably. Invariably? Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? I wanted to love my friend, but invariably I hated them. I N. V E R A B L Y. Wrong. Yeah, I figured as much. I N A V A R I L B Y. Yeah, I'm gonna kill myself now. No, I don't even feel bad about that. Fifth grade. Okay, well, we're gonna repeat fifth grade next week. I mean, it was it was a good try. First word you got, strong. You know, I don't think I even fucking rated the rye. Because you, you just said 2.9, and I never fucking rated it. You didn't? No. Uh, I'm going to fucking do that real quick. You said 2.9. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, uh, 3.4. I thought it was good. It was tasty. Yeah, it burned on the tongue a little. I didn't like that too much, but I thought it had good flavor. It smelled yummy, and, uh, it's strong, so it makes me feel happy. So you would suggest it to a friend? Um... If they're into rye, yeah, I would absolutely uh, suggest it to a friend. If they'd never had a rye before, um, probably not. But if they like, if they like very flavorful things, yes. Yeah. But. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. I think this about wraps us up. It's been a long night. It's been a long night. It's been fun. From dead goats to a lot about movies and shit and TED talks. So, I mean, we've been there. I'm not we've mad done about that. It. Anyways, thanks for joining us. I am your host, Mr. Yummy, and my other host. I'm Mr. ETS. Oh, yes, I didn't mean, I just mean that. <laughs> Went to a burp right when I was talking. Oh, I love you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>